0: Welcome to episode number 117, Unstoppable, Part
1: 2. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome Welcome to to our level. level. We We hope you enjoy enjoy the the views.
0: All right. So last week I mentioned we split episode 117 into a two part series. So here's part two of uh, episode 117 featuring Gilbert Rodriguez. I just want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. Um, This is a very special um, episode and series for us. So we want to capture it in a two episode series just because there's so much said. I don't want you guys to miss a gem. With that being said, here goes part two of episode 117 featuring Gilbert Rodriguez all right cool so if you're just tuning in we are talking about do these 30 things if you want to be unstoppable all right number 15 always work on your mental strength the better you can be under pressure the further you'll go than anyone else because they'll crumble under pressure i think this also ties in with the the learning uh you know expanding yourself education wise Hmm. because if you're If you open your eyes and your mind to different concepts and ideas, I think your mental strength also builds. But I do understand why they separated um, these two because there's something about mental pressure. Mental pressure is like with the focus, uh, discipline, Mm -hmm. all these things where it's like when you're on what uh, Napoleon Hill calls the beam, uh, which is like being in the zone. Um, have, Have you, I know you guys have, ever experienced the zone you, you don't know what time it is. You don't know everything. You're just so enthralled with whatever it is that you're doing. Can you imagine that there's people out here in this world that can actually tap into that when they want? That's how strong mentally they are. Um, it's just wild. That's crazy. Um, anyway, moving on. Number 16, confidence is your greatest asset. You've heard it before. Running a marathon is far more mental than physical a person's ability to run a marathon or do anything hard is more a reflection of their level of confidence than their actual ability um your confidence determines one the size of challenges and goals you undertake two how likely you will act uh, how likely you will achieve those goals and three how well you bounce back from failures um what do you guys think about confidence
1: that kind of goes back to our conversation last week about being a champions like that. Yeah. yeah. How well you deal with like all that stuff.
0: Yeah. I, I just, in my mind, it's just a, it's a, it's a mentality. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, t- I was telling the guys last week that, um, be, I have this thing ingrained in James and obviously it'll grow beyond, you know, the basics, but it's a uh, look good, feel good, do good. So if you look good, you'll feel good. If you feel good, you'll do good. If you do good, they'll pay good. Um, but he has that already in his head, and right before we walk out um, of, of the house, he kind of like does like the old like one, two, like checks himself. Um, <laughs> but it's outside; it's 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 beyond that 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 physical thing. It's not it's not a um, what do you call it like a superficial thing that I'm trying to teach. Yeah. I'm teaching a much deeper thing. It's a confidence thing. Confidence. And so when you go out there, yeah, you're like building this little this little mind to be sh- mentally strong. There's kids on these little soccer. Uh, Fields or whatever to uh, his team, they can't take it when a coach corrects them. They can't take it when a kid steals the ball from them. Literally Hmm. meltdowns, and you know, and like we're talking about, you like James just gets angry, and he goes back and runs in the back of the line. This one kid just says, "I'm completely terrible at this." I'm like, that kid heard that from somewhere, right? It's like what are you saying when you're failing in front of him? Obviously, if someone says I'm completely terrible at this, and he wasn't, he really wasn't. He the kid stole a ball from him. That was it. It was part of the drill. And the kid defined the whole practice. It was like that one thing, and you know, that was it. It was a complete mental uh, mental breakdown.
1: And a lot of <laughs> it seems a lot of it that. Obviously, the way you're instilling that into James, it's environment too that goes with that yeah oh yeah for sure it's so obviously like you said like the kid heard that from somewhere obviously his parents probably heard said it about themselves so
0: well yeah i mean just when regarding that blurts out a profane word I mean, sure like, right. they didn't make this up dude <laughs> yeah. you're you're their you're their manual you're their life manual um but anyway all right 17 surround yourself with people who remind you of the future not the past when you surround yourself with people who remind you of the past you have a hard time progressing. This is why we get stuck in certain roles, which we can't break free from. Surrounding yourself with people who you want to be like allows you a fresh slate. You're no longer defined by your past; only the future you are creating. Hmm. Um, we we talk about this all the time. It's you know that having that camaraderie, this that group of people, your mastermind, whatever you want to call it, um, and and being actually having a communication. You know, in my mind, I can have you know i'm i'm my mastermind can be all these you know smart intelligent rich people uh, but if i actually don't communicate with them they don't even know i'm in their in their circle right mm-hmm. so one part of actually having that circle is communicating and on on a uh, what do you call it like a frequent basis mm-hmm. um that's where growth comes because once someone makes a move like people will follow i mean just in a, in a very like basic example you literally made a move from pa to north carolina and your your parents followed and your brother followed right just think about like that just in other aspects of life in business right you are who you hang around with just think about it like somebody got a jet ski that person who's around one of those five people would end up getting a jet ski Mm -hmm. right very true um somebody's into cars into like compact cars somebody gets a, you know, Honda Prelude, someone gets a Acura Integra. It's like, dude, there's something to this. You know what I'm saying? Um, but a- anyway, you, you know, you are who, you know, you hang around or uh, hang around with and you don't want to be, they always say you don't want to be the smartest person in the group mm-hmm. um, or you just need to expand your circle. Hmm. That's okay to be it once or twice and you realize it. Now, now you, you've, you outgrew that circle, so it's time to move up. Um, 18, let things go. But never forget. You know, one one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone says, "Oh, um, I forgive and I forget." It's like, dude, that's not humanly possible. <laughs> yeah. Unless you got struck over the head with a baseball bat and you literally forgot. You know, your yeah. memory is you shot. That you know you got to amnesia. The, yeah, you always will remember. It's 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 like one of those things where they always say, um, like, get a pencil. And write really, rate your name really hard on it and then erase it. Yeah, okay, so I, that's me forgiving you. I forgive you, pencil, right? But when I erase it, what's in the paper? It's still the indent. You still see yeah. my name. It's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, let things go and never forget. Being unstoppable requires no, requires carrying no unnecessary mental or emotional baggage. Consequently, you'll need immediately and completely forgive anyone who has wronged you. Um, yeah, This. I mean, this is pretty straightforward, right? I mean, it's just a negative emotion, a negative thing. Uh, you're putting that kind of thing uh, out there. You, you just need to move on. That's, I don't know. I think that's pretty straightforward. Number 19, have clear goals. According to loads of... Of psychology research, the most motivating goals are, that is a technical, that is a one nice. technical way to say it, you know what I mean? According to research. loads of t- psychology research, the most motivating goals are clearly defined and time bound. Um, yeah, I mean, this, we're at the Rotated Views podcast, we talk about goal setting, um, mental attitudes, all this stuff all the time. So, I mean, we agree with number 19. Number 20, respond immediately rather than analyzing or stalling. Anticipation of an event is always more extreme than the event itself, both for positive and negative events. Just do it. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of what you guys were talking about before. Is like when you think about something so much, mm-hmm. um, there's one thing to come up with a plan, and then there's another thing to come up with like, you know, a plan and then erase it and then come up with something else then erase or, you know, involve too many people, too many moving parts. And what happens? The more complicated this plan of yours becomes the less action, less likely you're going to take action on it. You make it bigger than what it is. Well, I think that's also, that also becomes with fear. I actually think that's a fear thing um, because it almost defines what fear is. Fear is just like, Placing thought on something that could potentially happen that has not yet happened sure. Right and your, your fear of it. I'm, I'm, I'm scared to mess up. Like I don't want to go out there and score no points. That's embarrassing You're playing this in your head and never not, did that happen. No, that's not even the reality. All right, cool 21 true simplicity over complication It's easy to be complicated uh, Most of research and jargon in academia and business is overcomplicated. Cutting to the core and hitting the truth is hard uh, because it's simple. As Leonardo da Vinci said, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Hmm. Brevity. I always talk about brevity. Um, I cannot stand books that come out that are 1,400 pages on, you know, how how to you know swing the baseball bat properly it's like sure. what are you saying here and i can guarantee i know what you're saying something that you said on page one through 50 you're saying all the same stuff all just in different ways <laughs> you're just repeating yourself in a different way that's trash brevity 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 true simplicity over complication number 22 never be jealous or envious of someone else's accomplishments being unstoppable means you generally want what's best for everyone, even those you would consider your competition. Jealousy and envy are the ego, which operates out of fear. So this all kind of ties in together. Uh, you know, I mean, I think that's pretty straightforward. But I mean, do we do do we get like this still? Are no. we jealous and envious of someone else's accomplishments?
2: I, I no, but I don't want my competition mm-hmm. to do well. I'll tell you that moment right now. Right. Not me specifically. The hell with that. I watch you go down the drain. <laughs> I'm good with it. More market for me. What's that? no pun intended. Yes. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I
3: no, uh, I I I'm gonna disagree with that. I don't I don't necessarily look at the, the, the competition and and say to myself, oh, they got to this point now. It stifles your mentality and now you're, you're paying attention yeah. you're, you're you're basically imprisoning your mind based on someone else 's accomplishments mm-hmm. and to me that's 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 terrible
0: well and yeah, yeah, and you're putting energy towards something that's not going to get you any right. result or anything good yeah, out of it right? exactly it's going to get you sick all right i I think they did this on purpose uh, but number twenty three i think is a uh whatever a, I don't know what you call it, like a bow to Michael Jordan, but it says take the shot every time. Um, Mm. If I fail more than you, I win, Seth Godin says. You miss every shot you don't take. Hey, it's like a Wayne Gretzky quote, isn't it? And most people don't want to take the shot. Fear of failure paralyzes them. The only way you can become unstoppable is to stop thinking about it. Um, Just take the shot. Yeah, I mean, that's that goes back to action, right? Mm-hmm. Just taking action, taking the shot. Mm-hmm. Um, how many times have we watched a basketball game though, and how frustrated? It, it, it could be like non-professional, it could be like your kids or whatever. And that person who you know has the ability to make this shot is wide open and dishes it, and you're just staring, it's like, dude, that was like your chance. And I feel like, yeah. oh my gosh, dude, do I do that in life? You know what I mean? It starts. You start like thinking, like, dude, I hope I don't look like because that person looked like a knucklehead, yeah. right? You do all this preparation. You go to. You're up. You're at the six a.m. practices. You're working out in the gym. You're eating healthy. You're talking about it. You're game playing. You're doing all this stuff. And when your opportunity, the ball literally comes right into your hands, and you take that shot that you've been practicing day in and day out, and you know you could drain that thing, and you dish it out of fear. Damn, I hope I don't yeah. really do that in real life. That's yeah. so bad.
3: Yeah. I I think the. I think what's important is, and I've told many people this, it's not that I'm the smartest person in the room or I have such a a business mind that I created a business and it's successful and all that. It's not about that. It really is about um, your ability to keep trying over Mm -hmm. and over and over again, because I'd rather have someone who continues to try that is humble enough to continue to learn and try and try and try then to have that person in your corner that's extremely smart but passes the ball at the end or yeah. as you say dishes it you know yeah. uh, because at that point that fear that person will never get anywhere they, they can have it all upstairs but if they don't try and they don't get out there i'd rather take the person that just says all right I, I'm, I'm gonna make it next time i'm gonna
2: make it next time i'm right. gonna make it next time you right know? Yeah, that, that's important
3: it's yeah. extremely important because <laughs> you know they're
0: gonna do it
2: Exactly. So if you think about it, nobody really remembers the failures right when, when you finally succeed and you can't succeed if you don't continue to try. You can't go back. I'm, how many businesses have people run where they're just complete? You know, they've gone bankrupt and blah, 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 but they hit that one home run and nobody remembers those other failures. They only th- they see you as a su- success all of a sudden. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's yeah. just you can only do that by continuing to to, to try and attempt or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. you all right, number twenty four.
0: Don't get caught up in the results of your success. Always remain focused on what you got on what got you those results. The work. When you start doing noteworthy stuff, there are benefits that can come. There are benefits that can become distractions. Yeah, I mean, i that's pretty straightforward, the work. Uh, number 25, think and act 10 times. Most people, even those you deem to be world-class, are not operating at 10x. In truth, you could surpass anyone if you radically stretch your thinking and your belief system. Going 10x changes everything. As Dan Sullivan said, 10x thinking automatically takes you outside the box of your present obstacles and limitation. It pulls you out of the problems most people are dealing with and opens you to the entirety new field of possibilities. Um, yeah, I mean that's I don't I don't know if uh, Dan Sullivan or Grant Cardone got. You know read each other's books but grant cardone also has a book literally called 10x right. um, and it talks about doing 10 times you're actually capable of doing what you're doing now 10 times and, mm-hmm. and that, that says a lot imagine think about this when let's just say you're clocking in for eight hours a day and you're just kind of like going through your day you're working you're working hard it is what it is but how in the world, when you have a half day, like those four hours, you still get the same amount of work done or you yeah. squeeze it out because you know you're going on vacation you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do... This. That's, you double, that's yeah. double right there, right? Yeah. And this guy's talking about you can 10x 10 your efforts. Sure. Um, that's yeah. wild. That is. All right. Uh, number 26, set goals that far exceed your current capabilities. Um, if your goals are logical, they won't force you to create luck. Being unstoppable means your goals challenge you to become someone more than you currently are. As Jim Rohn, rest his soul, said, don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. It is. Um, You know, one of my, uh, everyone knows that I'm a believer. One of my prayers is asking God for more awareness. Um, And that kind of, you know, ties in with that. It's just make me more aware of, okay, so, so if you're going through something, uh, let's just say you and your girl are arguing or whatever, make me, uh, 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 you know, send awareness or allow me to become more aware of how she's feeling or, you know, so so I could put my shoes in or my feet in her shoes and have a better understanding. You're asking for understanding, awareness, this whole same prayer. Um, I think if you're in that you know, that realm, if you can think like that, um, number one, obviously, that's like a mature thing to do. But the richest man in the world, King Solomon, um, that was that was his, he literally had all the money, his, you know, temple made of gold. Right. This wildly like, you know, wealthy individual. His prayer was for asking God for understanding and awareness. So I always thought that was like captivating to me. I'm like, wow, yeah. the richest man. Meanwhile, people are praying for money yeah right but make me aware on how to make the money make me understand how that person is rich not just send me a windfall of money like hitting the lottery i'm saying how can i do this continue teach me how to fish um yeah all right number 27 make time for recovery and rejuvenation Um, your ability to work at high level is like a fitness If you never take a break between sets, you won't be able to build strength, stamina, and endurance. However, not all rest produce recovery. Certain things are more soothing than others. Um, Okay, I think that's straightforward. Uh, Number 28, start before you're ready. Wow, that's a good one. I want to read this whole thing. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now, Chinese proverb. Most people wait. They believe they can start after they have enough time, money, connections, and credentials. They wait until they feel, quote, secure. Not all people, uh, not people who are unstoppable. Unstoppable people started last year, they started five years ago before they even knew what they were doing. Um, but number 28 start before you're ready. That's huge. I was
1: going um, back to like, um, you never, it, it's never the perfect time to do anything.
3: Never. It's like having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> People talk about having a baby and they're like oh i'm not ready i'm not ready well you know we're gonna get ready once we get this once we get that. but before you know it i mean you're pregnant yeah so with a business it's it's pretty much the same thing and in fact a lot of people uh relate to their business as this is my baby you right know? so right, right. when it comes to that um you, you just jump in in a responsible way obviously you're not sure <laughs> you're not gonna just irresponsibly start a business but at the end of the day, you, you're never gonna feel like you have everything ready to go to start a business because it's a risk. Mm. Yeah, with risk, there's precaution. Right. If there's no precaution. You need to check yourself <laughs> because <laughs> if you're not if you're not nervous about it, you don't really care that much about yeah. it.
0: Right. I agree. Um Yeah, it's just lining those ducks in a row. Like, yeah, listen, there's there's planning. There's you know that's great and that's fantastic, but it goes back to the over indulgence of these kinds of things that you know you just it's that analysis paralysis that whole thing kicks in i remember my one buddy who's like i'm gonna do this at 25 i'm gonna wait till i get a house i'm gonna wait till you know this guy's 45 years old and not married and doesn't have kids and that's all he wants well that's all he says he wants but he's putting everything else before that right so what's the priority um obviously Not what you're saying you want, because you would have had it. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, just go for it. Just do it.
4: Go get it, son.
0: Number 29, if you need permission, you probably shouldn't do it. A mentor of mine is a highly successful real estate investor. Throughout his career, he had hundreds of people ask him if they should go into real estate. He tells every one of them the same thing, that they shouldn't do it. In fact, he actually tries talking most of them out of it. and in most cases, he succeeds. Why would he do that, you ask? Those who are going to succeed will do it regardless of what I say.
3: Um, yeah. yeah. Very true. I love hearing that stuff. That's, that's 100% true. Yep. I think it goes really down to... You look at your own life story, and you realize all the the things that you had to go through. And Miguel can can probably touch on this as well. You don't really, you don't really, you you can't be prepared for everything that you're that you face when opening up a business or even running a business. Yeah. So when someone approaches, I, I use an example. If someone approaches me and they're like, "Hey, I'm getting ready to start a plumbing business, or I'm getting ready to go into commercial real estate, or whichever one," the, I, I find myself trying to talk them out of it. Because I say, okay, are you? They ask me about my own personal experience, and I tell them, well, you know, I was when I first started, I was up till two o'clock in the morning doing estimates, and to get up at six to actually do the work, to manage people, to do it all over again. I had about probably three to four hours of sleep every night, forever, however long. Right. I don't expect for other people to have that same work ethic that I had. Yeah. Right. They they might have it. But I feel responsibility to let them know if you're going to start, start this, let me try to talk you out of it because exactly what you just said. And now it kind of, you know, it all comes full circle when you said that. But it's, it's so true. You kind of tell people, hey, look, you know, this is what it takes. If, if you think you can do it, man, good luck with it. You know, but <laughs> right. they, but that, that person is going to do it regardless if they want to do it. And, you know, I'm sure he, yeah. Miguel has got the same experience
4: no but it is true it is it is like like same thing people ask how, how how it is to run a business and how do you get started I know when I started I didn't there was people that I expected that, that I went to and expect to like help me and they were like oh yeah just go see this person or go google that stuff and they're the obvious things I'm like what the heck so that could have discouraged me of not opening up a business I still did it anyway because it was something I wasn't I wanted to do and obviously I was in I had like a I had a decent opportunity to do it anyway, so I I actually did it. But if some people were to ask me, I kinda would redirect them in a different way. Like I wouldn't say, yeah, there's especially if if it's someone that I know, obviously they would be in a local area, which would be competition. I'm not I don't have competition, but just redirect them in a whole different way. Yeah, I don't know if I would ever try to convince someone not
0: to no. do something if they really want to do it. But I think, like, having that conversation is the start, and then that person needs to make the decision on Gee, their own. Yeah, just
4: give them the, the honestly, the, the breakdown of the pros and cons. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? This is what this is what can happen, but then this is what this is how it can fail, too.
1: Right. Just give them your honest experience of how, how you dealt with it and see how if they... How they react to that
3: but you always leave them with hope like you, you don't crush them was, that's you know, what i was know. gonna say it's i don't like guy's this guy's dream, dream, approach you know? i'm like all right this well, is terrible yeah, but you can yeah it. no but well it's because it, he goes through to, so much you yeah. go through so much but at the end of the you know at the end of the day but no at the end of the conversation you leave them with hope and say look it, it is possible you know
0: yeah right and then these people are going to this guy's seminar <laughs> whatever paying probably hundreds maybe thousands of dollars you know for this guy to shoot something down but i I think the intention is, listen, don't do this if your heart's not in it. Yeah. yeah. But I need to encourage you to still follow your dreams if, if you genuinely feel like, you know, versus the person who goes there and is like, you think I should do this? And you're like, no, absolutely not. He's like, man, I don't care about this, dude. I'm still doing this anyway. You yeah. can't
4: stop that person.
0: You're never going to stop that headstrong go-getter. You never will. They're unstoppable. Um,
4: yeah, it depends on their intentions, too. If they're doing it just for the money but they're not passionate about it, then that's all wrong. If they're passionate about it and expect to make money off it, then yeah. But it doesn't make sense if it it depends on their intentions of doing the business or whatever it is.
1: Because they're wavering anyway. So they're wavering an affirmation or a denial of saying, oh, you can't do this anyway. So so either way, they're going to go in whatever direction you tell them. Right.
2: So if your motivation was strictly off money when you started the business, would you stay up till two o'clock in the morning and take four hours of sleep, three hours of sleep? Well, I mean, (laughs) it,
3: it. to me, it was, it, wasn't, it was really never about the money as it was uh, the freedom. You know, it was freedom. It wasn't necessarily money. It was uh, being able to provide uh, for my family, uh, for my son is, is one thing, right? I mean, you do, you do have a, a monetary motivation. I mm-hmm. mean, let's, let's be real. You know, right. money doesn't bring happiness. It helps, though. Yeah. You know, uh, but when it, when it came to uh, self-motivation, it was more freedom than anything. Uh being able to, to provide services that I was passionate about since I was seventeen. Uh that that's that's what it was really about.
0: Yeah. You know, going back to money um, it's not that people the drive well I can't speak for everybody. It's not that the drive is for the money, it's what money can do. Right. Right. And it goes back to what you're saying the you know, like the freedom and, and all that stuff. But um yeah. I mean we all have different motivators, but that's that's obviously a big one. Um, And the last one, folks, we've made it. 30. Uh, Don't make exceptions. Zig Ziglar used to tell a story of traveling one day and not getting in bed until 4 a.m. An hour and a half later, 5.30, his alarm went off. He said, every fiber of my being was telling me to stay in bed. But he had made his commitment, so he got up anyway. Admittedly, he had a horrible day and wasn't productive at all. Yet he says that decision changed his life. As he explains, had I bowed to my human, physical, emotional, and mental desire to sleep in, I would have made that exception. A week later, I might have made an exception if I only got four hours of sleep. A week later, maybe I only got seven hours of sleep. The exception so many times becomes the rule. Had I slept in, I would have faced that danger. Watch those exceptions. Yeah, when you're unstoppable, you will make sure to get what you want. Everything you need to know is already within you. All you need to do is trust yourself and act. The question is, are you unstoppable? Um, Yeah, don't make exceptions. And it's funny. That's tough. Especially um, if you are a person who gets up super early to do something, that is definitely tough. That is not an easy thing. Because it's true, then all of a sudden that grows into something else, like, oh, you know what Tuesday, you know what I'll start next week, or you know you know, and it gets to this thing until to a point where you can't even control it, yeah, um all right, so what do you guys think about this uh do these thirty things if you want to be unstoppable by uh, success.com. success dot com that was pretty good, wasn't it? yeah, that was one of the best we had in a while, solid,
3: yeah, and I actually got thirty more we can get ready to go you know do all right. That's number one. Line it up. <laughs> <laughs>
4: All
0: right. So right. I have two questions for you guys and we're done.
3: Number one, what does unstoppable mean to you? I think it's a mindset, honestly. Yeah. Uh, being unstoppable, it's, it's, it's a mindset. It's what you do every single morning when you wake up, uh, making the best of what you have in front of you, making goals, and actually doing it. You know, unstoppable is not something that you just, you think you're unstoppable, but you have nothing to show for it. Yeah. You know, being able to, to, to work and have a strong work ethic when, when no one's watching and having that integrity. So when you turn around, you've, you've, you've accomplished things. That to me is being unstoppable, actually having something tangible to back up what you're saying you're going to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, It's kind of like when the, you know, they get knocked down nine times, get up 10 Um, that's just, uh, that's just a hurdle. That's just a a life hurdle, right? That's not like a, it's not put there to stop you, Mm -hmm. right? It's there to challenge you and to actually question you. What are you truly made of? How bad do you really want it? Kind of thing. And if you're an unstoppable person, as Gilbert was saying, that's a mentality. And you've developed that and you build that, um, and you do that through the education. You do that through association. You do that through taking action. You do all this stuff. It's stretching you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's true. It, being unstoppable um, is a mentality. And so the second part of my question is, how do we teach our kids to become, and how are you teaching your kid to be an unstoppable human being in life? Even I don't care how old they are.
4: You just tell them to keep trying. Like I tell you, keep trying. Like you never... If you, even if you fail, you just try it again and keep going. You're going you're gonna to obviously surpass it. So at that point, you'll, you'll be at one point unstoppable on anything that comes your way because you're not going to like give in and give up. You're just going to keep going and tackling everything that comes your way. Right.
3: By example, too, uh, the, the recent example I used with Jaden was I had to take a recertification test for one of my credentials to, to do some specific pipe work. And I went to take the test and forgot all my books to take the test. Wow. And it was a, uh, I believe it was a two hour test. It wasn't a big test, it was about a two hour test. I come back and Jaden asked me, hey dad, how'd you do on the test? I said, I failed miserably. And he goes, really, why? I said, well, I wasn't prepared. I, I completely forgot my books. And so these are the things that I talked to him about when, when trying to prepare him to have that unstoppable mentality. It's yeah. look, I fail. I just and I showed him. Look, I I literally just failed. Two weeks later, I go back with my books and I pass with a ninety-eight percent. I come back and he's like, "How'd you do this time?" I'm like, "Well, I got a ninety-eight percent." He goes, "You were prepared." Yeah. So that right there, it it it, it tells it shows him that you know what, it's okay to fail. Yeah. But Dad got back up and went back to take the test again. Yeah. So. I think by example is huge yeah, you know, and, for and, sure. and being transparent with your kids so they can see that you do fail yourself, mm-hmm. but it's not about how many times you fail and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's really like, you know what? You, you got back and you went and did it. Mm. And to me, that's because my opinion, kids are a lot, they're, they're very visual learners. Yeah. It's not just about, you know, Hey, look, read this storybook. It's more like, Oh, you know what? My dad just went through this when he's going to school. And he fails something he knows that it's going to be okay as long as he keeps trying and yeah. doesn't dish, a, dish it off
0: right i like it perfect um yeah i think you nailed it there it is folks unstoppable we like to close things out with quotes first quote is by kirk cameron uh god steps into the suffering with us he takes it on himself He walks through it with us, and he uses it to create something in you that is unstoppable. And the second one is by Katerina Fake. It's fairly easy to know when you've succeeded, because when you're kind of hanging on for dear life, it's such an unstoppable juggernaut. You're trying to stay on with your head above the water because things are moving so fast. Um, All right, so there you have it, folks. Unstoppable. In this episode, the crew welcomes back special guest, investor, and entrepreneur, Gilbert Rodriguez. The crew talks about what it takes to be unstoppable. We cover topics that range from pressure, having an unstoppable mentality, failure, confidence, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Katerina Fake and Kirk Cameron. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website